0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com It's only a kick A jump A block It's only a serve It's only a tackle A run It's only for the fans After all, it's only pressure. You got this Adidas This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1937. Carbohydrate Loading, What It Is and How to Do It by Tyler Brooks of IdealNutrition.com.au and I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, welcome to a Tuesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of just a few podcasts in the world where blogs are read to you. And on this show, you get the added bonus of hearing my commentary at the end. Oh, and another bonus. On Fridays, that's when I answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. Now, yesterday I was talking about how I'm a little congested. That congestion is still going on. Usually around this time of year, I experience allergies and sure enough, that's probably what's happening. So forgive me for my congested voice. But for now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. Carbohydrate loading. What It Is and How to Do It by Tyler Brooks of IdealNutrition.com.au What is Carbohydrate Loading? Carbohydrate Loading is a nutrition technique used by athletes in an attempt to prolong optimal athletic performance and delay the onset of fatigue or hitting a wall. It's also referred to as carb loading or carbo loading, transforming carbs in food to energy for muscles. Throughout digestion, Carbohydrate-containing foods are broken down into simple sugars like glucose. These sugars are then absorbed into the bloodstream. Insulin is secreted by the pancreas, which enables uptake of glucose from the blood by our liver and muscle cells. Following this, it stores potential energy in the form of glycogen. Supercompensation Your muscles are basically fuel tanks for glycogen. Carb-loading, if done right, essentially allows you to store the maximum possible amount of glycogen, or fuel, for later use. Successful carb loading puts the muscle into a state of supercompensation. You can hold up to twice the normal resting level of stored muscle glycogen in this state. From this stored form, the body can transform glycogen back into glucose for energy. This is through a process known as glycolysis. When is carbohydrate loading appropriate? Carbohydrate loading is beneficial for athletes competing in endurance events, such as triathlons, cycling, and distance running, where sustained efforts for long periods burn through muscle glycogen. However, it's not only endurance sports that can benefit from a high carbohydrate intake in the lead up to an event. This is particularly true if there's been a recent training session, or if there are multiple events within a short time frame. An example of this is playing multiple games in a day. Energy production during brief sprints is derived from the breakdown of muscle glycogen. This is relevant for sports like soccer and rugby. Extended periods of multiple sprints eventually drain muscle glycogen stores. Decreases in power output and reductions in general work rate during both training and competition occur following this. Carb loading is also utilized by some bodybuilders in order to appear the most muscular on stage extra glycogen, and water that is stored in the muscle from carb loading increases the visual appeal and size of their muscles for competition. How to do it? It used to be believed that you had to first go through a depletion phase. This involved depleting your muscles of glycogen to take advantage of their compensatory carbohydrate loading effects. Recent research has shown that this step is not necessary. Current best practice for carbohydrate load can be simplified to Increase carbohydrate intake to 10 to 12 grams of carbohydrate per kilogram of body mass per day. Do this for 36 to 48 hours leading up to the event. This will saturate your muscles with a maximal amount of glycogen. Reduce training in days leading up to the event to ensure muscle glycogen is not being depleted. Complete rest is often advised the day before the competition. Other considerations. 1 the amount and type of carbohydrate that people can tolerate without stomach upset. Two, there will be an additional weight increase due to the physical weight of the increased stored glycogen. Water weight typically goes along with this too. Approximately three grams of water is stored per one gram of glycogen. And three, during an overnight fast, basically the time you're sleeping, liver glycogen stores are reduced substantially. A pre-event carb-rich meal or snack will help restore liver glycogen and ensure fuel availability. Sources of carbs. Consuming that much carbohydrate can be difficult, so it's worth considering where these carbs are coming from. Carb loading is often done in conjunction with a low-residue, think low-fiber diet. Utilizing a lower fiber intake can help in multiple ways. One, reduce the risk of gut issues during the race. Two, achieve a small reduction in body weight due to less residue in the gastrointestinal tract. This can also partially offset the mass of the additional muscle glycogen and stored water that occurs from loading. And three, help prevent feelings of fullness, which may otherwise prevent you from being able to eat more during the loading phase. Suitable foods include easily digestible carbohydrates that are lower in fiber, palatable to the person eating them, and that are unlikely to cause stomach upset. In fact, foods that would not often be recommended when following a healthy diet, like sugary liquids and high glycemic index foods, can be useful when carb loading. Do's and Don'ts It's important to note that foods, especially when eating large volumes, such as with carb loading, can have differing effects on the body. It is therefore important that you try foods before the event, like a training run. Unforeseen gastrointestinal disturbances are less likely to occur if you do this. High fiber foods like grain bread, wholemeal pasta, brown rice, and large amounts of fruit can cause gastrointestinal upset, including constipation or diarrhea, flatulence, and bloating. These are all very uncomfortable sensations, particularly during vigorous exercise. Obviously, they should be avoided where possible. Trying to carb load without a plan can make it difficult to consume enough carbohydrates to optimize performance. For example, an athlete weighing 70 kilograms consuming 3 grams of carbohydrate per kilogram body weight per day might increase to double their carb intake to carb load and eat 420 grams of carbohydrates. Without a plan, this is still well under the 10 to 12 grams that's recommended. It would not be enough to maximize performance. This can occur if you're consuming higher fat or higher fiber carbohydrate sources. This could lead to getting full too quickly or It could involve simply lacking awareness of how much carbohydrate is actually required. Keep fat intake low and protein intake moderate. Do some simple planning to ensure that sufficient carbohydrate intake is met. It's important to remember that carb loading is not meant to represent a healthy diet. It's a functional method of temporarily enhancing performance. Foods that may be recommended on a carb loading plan are definitely outside of normal dietary recommendations when not to carb load. Carbohydrate loading is typically only useful for events that place a high demand on the body for a sustained time, or for repeated intense bouts over consecutive days when glycogen depletion becomes a limiting factor. It's not necessary for your Sunday 4-kilometer jog, your weekly touch football game, or every casual gym session you do. These sorts of events will benefit from having carbohydrate in your diet in general but they don't need to be loaded for. One-off short duration events or single short game or competition situations are unlikely to benefit from carb loading. Unnecessary carb loading can definitely promote excess weight gain if not being utilized correctly. Summary. Carbohydrate loading can be an effective way for endurance athletes to significantly improve their performance. Often when people try to implement it without planning, they fall significantly short of the optimal amount of carbohydrates. To do it properly, you could use the information in this post, or you could consult with a sports dietitian who can create an effective plan for you. Either way, it's worth taking seriously since it can make a pretty big difference in results. You just listened to the post titled, Carbohydrate Loading, What It Is and How to Do It, by Tyler Brooks, Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I'm so glad Tyler mentioned that carbohydrate loading disclaimer. Not everyone needs to or should load up on carbohydrates before an event. I can't help but think of Michael Scott carbo-loading before the 5k fun run on the office. He inhales that takeout fettuccine alfredo right before going on the run and finds it definitely did not improve his performance. In fact, he was very sick. There was a lot wrong with Michael Scott's approach. But probably most importantly, carbohydrate loading isn't necessary before completing something like a 5K, even if it's a competition. Last week, I talked about pre- and post-workout nutrition, and the conclusion basically was this. Hydrating with water is probably the most important thing, and maybe a light carbohydrate-rich snack like a banana one hour before is fantastic. If You want to throw in a cup of black coffee an hour before? Great. That may help too. But that's basically it. And then of course, hydrate right after. See, it doesn't have to be complicated. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber or follower of the show. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.